0: How's everybody doing? All right. Outstanding. You know, it's always fun to see uh, parents dedicating kids to God. You know, that's, that's part of the process. I was watching Brittany on the front row there thinking about when she was little and, you know, dedicated her a long time ago and still got a lot of work to do in the process. But I'm just kidding. She's getting married in November, so we're excited about that. But how many of you are excited to be here today? You know, God has God has big things for you. We're we're in a series and uh, on our mission, vision, values, and so you know we're excited about that. And want to take a moment to honor uh, Pastor Walt, Miss Joanne, and always consider it an honor to stand in your pulpit and and to be able to be a part of what God's doing here at the Life Church. And uh, you know, there was a time that I needed rescuing, and Pastor Walt gave gave me opportunity and reached out, and 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 here we are today. So I'm forever grateful for that, and and. Excited about what what the Holy Spirit does. So today, uh, you know, we've talked about in the last last few weeks our mission, our vision, our values, connecting people with God's purpose. Uh, You know, we've talked about people matter, and that's why you're here today because you matter to God, right? And God has something big for you. We've talked about faith, go big. You know, Pastor hit on that. Uh, Pastor Daniel talked about learning, and and Miss Joanne talked about serving last week, and all of those are values. Uh, that are a part of following the will of God for our lives and so today we're going to talk about living the spirit-filled life and and kind of jump into that and you know this morning um, you know I got out of bed and Kelly was Kelly gets up before I do Uh, I'm not like Pastor Walt where I get up at four in the morning and hear God it takes me a little while to get cranking but uh, uh, so Kelly got up early and I got out of bed, and the house was dark, and I have this big fan because I snore really loud, so I, you know, I have this big fan. I mean, it's one of the, it, you would think it is the Holy Spirit because the wind is blowing, I'm telling you. And so I have this fan in the room, and it, I don't face it towards me because it, it, it uh, blows too hard, and so it blows the straight off the bed, and, but I face it right towards the door, and so I got up this morning, I didn't turn any lights on or anything, and, and I'm walking uh, out of the room, and I knew when I opened the bedroom door that if I didn't turn that fan off, that that door would eventually—that wind would blow that door shut. And so, you know, I had this this thought on the inside and said, "You probably should turn that fan off," but I didn't listen to my own, you know, what, whatever that was happening on the inside of me there. And I'll make sense of this in a minute, I promise. And if not, Pastor Walt to clean it up next week. So, um, and so, you know, I go to the coffee maker, I get my coffee, and you know, I'm always excited about my first cup of coffee and. I usually drink about 12 cups of coffee between morning and noon, and then, so I make my coffee, I'm walking back down the hallway, and sure enough, I forgot that that door closes, and I ran smack straight into that door, boom! The coffee went all over the door, it went all over me, and I'm thinking, please God, don't let Kelly hear me hit this door. And sure enough, she comes out a little while later, I'm trying to scrub this coffee off the floor and off the door uh, uh, in the process, but had I listened to that inner voice, that when I got out of bed, that told me, turn the fan off so that the door would stay open. Are you with me? I would have avoided a whole lot of mess. And I don't know that God cares if I spilled a cup of coffee or not. I don't think he wanted me to do that, but, but it happened. But that's what living for God is, is about. It's not, it's not being around Jesus. And it's not being, and, and just talking about the Holy Spirit or just referencing God from time to time. It's about God. Jesus went to the cross, gave his life, took the punishment, took the shame, became the mediator between life and death, died, ascended, beat the enemy, and then he rose again. Come on. And then he he went to heaven and he sent back the Holy Spirit. And my point is this, that God came to fill our lives. He came to fill the void, not just to lead us to heaven, but to lead us and fill us on a day-to-day basis. Come on, living the Spirit-filled life. And so it, it, it's important, you know, I've been in, in, in several different places over the last few weeks, and it's amazing how, how, how easy it is to just get in, into the mindset of just, just doing church. And, and, and it's bigger than that. And we think if we say this enough times, or because that's what religion does, or if we, we confess this enough times, there's some magic bullet that's just going to change our life. But listen to me, church, it's the infilling of the Holy Spirit working in us uh, and that power coming into our life that that leads us into a bigger place. And so in the book of John, uh, chapter 16, verse 7, Jesus is talking, and it's important to realize that he said, But but now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me where you're going. But because I've said these things, sorrows filled your heart. Nevertheless, who's talking? Who's talking? Who's talking? Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, listen, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come, but if I depart, I will send him to you. The Holy Spirit's not, 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 not some Star Wars creature. The Holy Spirit is not some, some realm of just, just religious things. Listen to me, Jesus, out of, the, out of the Bible, straight out of the Bible, tells us it's to our, it was to our advantage that he went away. It was to our advantage because he said, I'm sending back the helper. Another version says comforter. You know, I grew up, I grew up in a certain uh, 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 realm of teachings and those kind of things. And so, you know, there was always, you know, there were certain words that were used scripturally that, 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 that were interpreted. And because of that, I think people get, get a misconception of what the Holy Spirit brings to our life. And so one is the word ghost. One is the word spirit. But if you go back and study the Bible, even in the beginning in Genesis when God created the heavens and the earth... The, the, the greatest comparison, if you study it out, uh, the Holy Spirit represents like wind. It's, it, it, Holy Spirit is an unseen force, but it's wor- the Holy Spirit is working mightily in our lives. And so we get this concept many times that it's a mystical type thing. Listen to me. Can I just, can I just help you this morning? The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit, Jesus ascended to heaven to send back the Holy Spirit so that he could help your life, so that he could fill your life. And so when we embraced that, I can remember being a young young, fired up. I was probably 19, 18, 19 years old, and a moment where I said, God, fill my life. You're not my will be done, but your will be done, but fill my life. And something, I'm not going to say every behavior changed and all my bad habits changed, but something in my life shifted. And I, I was at the convention center downtown here in St. Angelo, and the Holy Spirit just hit me in a different way. And I walked out of that, that meeting that night and knew that something had shifted in my heart, something had shifted in my life. and Because before that, as a young guy, I did what everyone else does. I, I, I was drinking and partying and doing all those kind of things. And my desires were in a whole different direction. But when the Holy Spirit came into my life, something shifted that day. And it's been a journey ever since, just like it is for you. We're all on this journey. We're all following the path of discipleship. But listen to me, we cannot be discipled if we do not embrace what the Holy Spirit fills in us and has for us. And so that's part of that journey. So the Holy Spirit is nothing to be scared of. Come on. It's God God sent back His Spirit to help us live the life that He's called us to live. And He fills us with power and acts. You can go back and 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 study the Word and and look at men like Peter, who were just just common guys. He was just a common guy. And you study all the knucklehead stuff that he did, even from the moment when Jesus said, follow me. And he said, I'm not worthy to follow you. And Jesus gave him the option to follow. But if you study the life of Peter out before Acts happens, he continually struggled with with behaviors. He continually struggled trying to, to work his own magic, so to speak. And even, there was even times he'd tell Jesus what to do. And Jesus would respond and say, look at him and say, get behind me, Satan. I mean, Peter was a knucklehead. But you look at the difference between Peter at, at, in, in the Gospels and Peter in, in the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit fills his life. And all of a sudden, Peter stands in front of the same people who he denied Jesus in front of. And he says, Jesus, whom you crucified. And then he goes on to say, there's no other name that, uh, of which men can be saved except for the name of Jesus. And then, you know, he goes on just to be a major part, but we're still quoting Peter today. And so my point is this, is that when the transformation of the Holy Spirit begins to work in your life, who you were and what you're going to become are two different things. And it's not in our power, and it's not in our, you know, if we could do it on our own, we wouldn't need Jesus. If we could do it on our own, we wouldn't need the Holy Spirit and so a lot of times we, we talk about the Spirit of God or we talk about the Holy Spirit but I don't think we really many times dig in and say what does the Holy Spirit really do and the Holy Spirit represents what Jesus did and, and had Jesus not died and went to the cross not only would, would, would you know destruction be taken us to, to places we don't want to go but we'd have to be following Jesus all around the world Hoping he'd show up and heal us. Hoping he would show up and change us. And many times that's how people view God. I'm trying to be gentle in this this morning. But that's how we view God. If we get to Sunday, come on, Jesus will touch me. Listen to me. Jesus will touch you in your bedroom by the Holy Spirit. Come on. And so the, the church is the assembling. It's the place we gather to get stronger and connect and those kind of things. But the Holy Spirit's working, listen to listen to me, 24-7 in our lives. And so, you know, uh, last uh, Saturday, I believe, or last Friday, I called one of our elders, uh, Hector Laos, and, I, and I, I was talking about Pastor Walt's birthday and kind of giving some instructions there. And, he, in, and just in conversation, he said, I was just thinking about you. And I'm like, really? Because I don't hear that a whole lot. No, I'm just kidding. And so I, I, I'm in the process. And so I, I said, what do you got? And he said, he said, I have two tickets to a shrimp boil. And he said, we're doing for the food bank. And he said, do you like shrimp? And I said, man, that sounds like the Holy Spirit working right there. I mean, I call you. You're thinking about me. You're fixing to call me. I mean, God is moving, I'm telling you. And so we go to this, you know, we, we get to go to this shrimp boil and enjoyed it and had several plates of, of shrimp and sausage. I mean, it was amazing. But listen to me, God loves you enough to think about those little things. And, 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 and at that moment, it's just, it was, it's kind of like God speaking to, to, to my heart and saying, hey, I'm thinking, I, I do want to give you the desires of your heart. Come on, and if he's gonna fulfill it with an abundance of shrimp, I'll take it all day long, church. And and because the Holy Spirit is involved in the whole realm of life, the totality of life. You know, the time we spend with our kids, how you know, what we do in life, where we work, and how we express, and, and the places that we serve in. And he's always speaking. You know, even when you get out of bed and and you forget to turn your fan off and you spill your coffee, come on, God still has a lesson in that somewhere. And so I've just learned in life, you know, I was telling uh, Kelly and a few people, you know, over the last few weeks, I, I in my in my life personally, I'm like I wanna I wanna embrace and I, and I'm careful about certain terminology I use because people will always take it where they want to take it, but I, but I'm like I, I I wanna I wanna be more spiritually aware. Does that make sense? And and there's times you know that, that in at, at night you know. Uh, This is just how how God works, and there's times you you wake up, and there's just a burden on your heart, and many times I'm thinking, well, I probably ate too much barbecue tonight, or too much pizza tonight, or those kind of things, but what I find out the next day is something was going on in someone else's life, and it was a time to be connected with the Spirit of God and and pray, And, and a lot of times, because my flesh likes to sleep, or because I'm thinking of, you know, a lot of times I'll wake up knowing something's, you know, a burden's on my heart, I'll go eat a cupcake in the kitchen. That really happens, too. I, I like cupcakes. And, and, and then I'll find out the next morning, hey, a kid's going through this, a family member's going through this, a church member's going through this. And, and I just haven't at times not trained myself to be spiritually aware. Now, we're all looking through a glass darkly, so there's no clear direction that, hey, God completely showed me this. And, and had, a, had he done that, you know, it, we wouldn't have been in the messes we get into. We're always going to need God. And so, but the Holy Spirit is working. The Holy Spirit is a person. The scripture says the Holy Spirit is a comforter. The Holy Spirit filling our life is our helper uh, in this journey that we're living. And so I just want to give you a couple, couple of things in that process that will help you and just, just remind you of what the Spirit of God does. In, in John chapter 15, verse 26, it says the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father. The spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father. John also says that he guides us into all truth. You know, I've been in a lot of settings, again, over the last, few, you know, six months between Philippines and different things and our different, you know, campuses now. It's a lot of fun to be in this process. I'm I'm having a lot of fun. But I always hear people say, you know, you can't drown in the truth. The truth makes you free. But if you don't know the truth, the truth has no value. The, The scripture says that he guides us into truth. You know, I think that, that, that when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're filled with truth and, and, and the scripture says that also that my people are destroyed for what? A lack of knowledge. And so the Holy Spirit's always gonna lead you to the truth and we know the truth is the word of God. The, the Bible, you know, it's not talked about as much, you know, pastor leads well in, uh, for sure in this in the world today, but, but people don't refer to the, to, the, to the Bible as much as a foundation or God's word or God's word being alive and sharpening us Uh, as a foundation to live by. Many people view the Bible today as just another option that's out there that you can embrace in. But listen to me, Jesus gave his life. And I I heard this said when I was a young young man, salvation is free, but it didn't come cheap because Jesus gave his life. And Jesus gave his life so that the Holy Spirit could come into our lives and guide us where he wants us to go. Sometimes the answer to your marriage, come on, may be in the word of God. Sometimes the answer you're looking for may not be on just Google searches. It might be connected with the truth. Come on. If we're being mean and we're expecting something to change, that's not gonna work. Come on, why? Because God, the fruit of the Spirit brings kindness and and and, and love and joy and those kind of things. And yeah, we all miss it from time to time. I get it. But and, and then God will restore you, give you another opportunity, and we can we can circle those mountains in life, because that's how it works. But there's no there's no magic bullet out there that's just gonna just gonna change your life. God continually, in this process of discipleship, He's continually guiding us, come on, with the truth. And the Holy Spirit's always going to lead, lead you to truth. If, it's not, if the Holy Spirit tells you to do something that's not in the Bible, it's not in the truth, it's not in the will of God, then it's not the Holy Spirit. And so if we're going to be filled with the Spirit, I believe that that, that, that connection be, begins to take place. And, and all of a sudden, God will begin to reveal certain things and put people in your life. And, and He'll convict your heart, the Scripture says. And so the Holy Spirit, listen, makes known the presence of Jesus. He makes known the presence of God. John 16, verse 14 said, he will glorify me and he will take of what is mine and he'll declare it to you. I don't know about you, come on, but I want some of that. It says that, and I believe I do know that's your heart, but, but it says that he will take of mine and he will declare it to you. And so the Holy Spirit's always drawn. He makes known the presence of Jesus. He makes known the presence of God. Because how many of you know the Holy Spirit's not, not some creature from Star Wars? The Holy Spirit is a person and it's God working in your life, speaking in your life, and guiding you along the way. Number two, he makes us more like Jesus. And, and, and let me be careful what I say here. But just shouting the name of Jesus in every situation is is not the thing that's going to change your life. Am I okay, Pastor? (laughs) Because I grew up in settings, just say Jesus. (laughs) Lord, I'm about to sin. Jesus, come on. And, And there's nothing wrong with that. It's knowing the authority of Jesus that lives on the inside of your life. And so just, just you know, just, just, just making quotations to make them, that's not going to be the thing that shifts. Do you still love me? Come on, look at your neighbor and say, Pastor, we'll be back here soon. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Cowboys don't play today. Come on, we're going to be all right. But, but, but it, it, it's more than just memorizing a name. Come on, it's knowing what the name represents. Again, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. The Holy Spirit comes to reveal Jesus to us. And the spirit of God to us, so that when we step out, we're not stepping out just through just through the name of alone. Come on, we're stepping out through the authority that the Holy Spirit fills us with in our life. So when I speak the name of Jesus, come on, you're speaking the name of Jesus as a representative of who God is. And so when you pray, you know, I was at the hospital with Rex uh, Davis this week. Uh, his son had, had an issue, and we're, we're we're in the setting and praying. And when Rex, Rex speaks about God, it's in authority. And he'll look at you and say, we have authority, brother. We have authority, man. And, and that's how he talks. And, and, and it's in authority. And, and so we're, 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 we're in that setting. And, and it's, not, you know, it's not denial. It's just saying, hey, I'm not just saying something to say it. This is what I believe. This is who I am. This is how I operate. And, and, and that feeling that takes place. That's why in Acts it says, it says when the Holy Spirit came into their lives... On the day of Pentecost, like, like a rushing wind, it said power filled their life. That dunamis power, come on. It's, it, 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 it's miraculous. And so there are things in our life we can set up and say, Jesus, 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 just to say Jesus. But when we walk in the authority of Jesus, come on, the spirit of Jesus that lives on the inside of our life, come on, that's when dead things become alive. That's when weak things become strong that's when you'll take situations that looked hopeless. We were were in that same ICU waiting room this weekend or or Thursday or Friday, I forget days, but uh, every day's the same to me. I just think, you know, it should be one day I'd be all right. And we're in the setting and and this lady comes up and and she keeps walking by and she's looking at us and and, and she kept looking at us and it kind of scared me. It was a weird situation. And, And then she said, are you David Taylor? And I was like, yeah. And she said, I used to babysit you when you were little. I said, well, you were blessed, I guarantee you. <laughs> and, 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 and it was just, we're, we're there for one thing. But she said, my daughter's over here in this in the ICU, had this surgery, this, this disease hits her out of nowhere, just, just within a few weeks. And and in her mind, I think she thought her daughter was gonna die. And so she's talking to Rex and I, and she, you know, struggling that moment. She said, you know, if you'll, if you'll, you know, if you get time, could y'all just pray? So Rex and I got to go back into the ICU right before they closed to see Toby one more time. And on the way out, we snuck into that room and and prayed over her. And Rex sent me a text yesterday and said, that that lady is doing great. She's making an incredible recovery. And it's even blowing the doctor's minds. But sometimes the Holy Spirit has you in certain places working together. And, And I'm talking about me. I'm talking about Jesus. Come on. And and, and it's more than just saying, hey, you know, I've never been in a a fight with my wife and just say, Jesus. (laughs) She'd be like, you've lost your mind. Come on, somebody. And and, and it's more like Jesus saying on the inside, David, just shut your mouth. And, And it's listening to the voice of God that guides us into all truth. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And so the reason that can be is because he sent back the Spirit of God to speak into our lives, right? So we're, just, we're, we're walking this thing out. And, it, and sometimes, you know, life, you think about it. I was, I was looking at all those kids up here today thinking of all the, the journey that, that those children are going to go through in the next 100 years. And, and the ups and the downs. And, 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 you know, we dedicate them to God that we're going to do our part. We're going we're to be people that, that, that dedicate. But there's going to be times where we miss it. There's going to be times where, where people are on a journey and, and life is, it's difficult. You know, we're, we're in a, a, we have two seniors in high school right now and just watching the different processes and the highs and the lows and the disappointments and the injuries and, and, you know, we're in a process, we got a daughter getting married and, you know, we got all these things going on and you're watching the difference between Kelly and I, we have six kids, come on, so we're going to have like 150 grandkids and, and we, I mean, we need to get rich, I'm telling you right now. Uh um but but it but there's things in, 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 in when you're dealing with family and dealing with life that you can't fix. And it hurts. I remember my mom when my sister was going through something when we were teenagers and uh my, and mom said she, you know, she was praying and she said, God, well, I, w- I wish I could just take, take her place. And she said that God spoke to her heart and said, you don't need to take her place. I took her place. And it's that trust and that dependence on the Holy Spirit as we, as we live this life and we're walking it out. There's some things, listen, we can't fix. There's some things even in our own lives and our own marriages and our own, own relationships. There's some things we just can't fix and we want to fix things because we're built to be fixers. Car breaks down, come on. Now, this was years ago anyway, we'd go fix it. Now we go to the shop, they put computers on it, do research, and tell you, oh, you $5 million. Come on, that's how it works now. Get the warranty, it's worth it, come on. And, and, and but, there, you know, there was a time you grew up, something broke, a light bulb goes out, you fix it. But there's some things in life, listen, that we can't fix. We've got to believe. And we've got to embrace that, that, that trust in God where the Holy Spirit speaks and guides. You know, there's things that we can't, we, can't, we can't predict the outcome, but we know, listen to me, everybody sitting in this room has a hope and has a future. I said, everybody sitting in this room has a hope and has a future. And you know, the Holy Spirit's always going to tell you that. Even when you hit lows, you have a hope and you have a future. Even if you're busted and, and things don't look right or maybe you're going through a divorce or maybe you've hit some things and some lows in life, listen to me, I'm here to tell you today, you have a hope and you have a future. And the Holy Spirit's always going to speak and lead that direction because he always guides us to the truth. And when we know the truth, the truth makes us free. And so he's constantly reminding you of the will of God. He's constantly reminding you of the value that you have in your life because of Jesus. And there are things in life, listen, that and, I, and I've, I've seen it in my own life where I thought, man, this, it's over. And there's dark places. There's times where you know, we're getting ready to preach, and, and, I, and I'm just going to be vulnerable at and, and, and times, and not yesterday, but in life in general and ministry, and all hell breaks loose on Saturday and the enemy's trying to shame and mess with you, and you think, man, I can't go do that. You know, there's times you get a word from God, you're excited, come on, you get home, and, or you're, you know, you're, you get to work, and somebody rains on your parade. And we think, man, what's wrong with them? Sometimes they're just going through things. My point is this, is we can rise up in the Spirit because we are Spirit. Jesus said, Those that worship the Father must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And so, as we follow that path, listen to me, it doesn't matter what we go through. As long as, come on, as long as we're listening to God, there are moments because you're a threat that the enemy wants to mess with you. But but the scripture says this it says that Jesus said, I'm sending the Holy Spirit to convict the world of sin. And there's a conviction there that that, that God's not going to leave you where He found you. Pastor says it all the time sinners need a Savior. And so the Holy Spirit convicts us. He convicts us in the process where it's like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. Am I going to listen or am I gonna, I'm not going to listen? This morning, you know, I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit speaking or not. I think it could be because I would have not wasted a cup of coffee. But it, I would have avoided 20 minutes of having to wipe a door down, clean the floor, hoping my wife doesn't know. Come on, somebody. <laughs> But the Holy Spirit will lead and guide. He's speaking. And he said, those that worship the Father must worship in what? Spirit and truth. How many of these bodies are going to die? But our spirit's going to live on. And the more connected we get into into following the Holy Spirit in our lives, I'm telling you right now, the the greater that that challenge is. The scripture says in Luke, and, and 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 I love the way this phrase is, when I was younger, I thought it was weird, but the more I looked into it, the greater I think it's helped me. and, And my dad taught me this scripture. But in Luke 11, the scripture says, it says that if a son, before that it says knock, it says ask. But he says, if a son ask a father for bread, would you give him a stone? He said, at the same time, if a son ask his father for fish, would you give him a serpent? Then it goes on to say, if you ask for an egg, if a son asked for an egg, would you give him a scorpion? And the scripture says this. Jesus said, if you then, being evil, know how to go give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? And so I want you to stand to your feet with me this morning. Maybe you're here and you've been living through the process and, 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 and you just get busy or you just, you're just going through the, the the path of life, the journey of life. But I was telling Kelly this the other day, sometimes it's just about taking time to stop and ask. And if we as humans know how to give good gifts to our children, listen to me, God has some good things in store for you. God has some powerful things in store for you. But maybe you're here today, every head bowed and every eye closed, we're gonna talk about two things. One, if you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, and if you died today and you said, Pastor, I don't know if heaven would be my home. I wanna live for God, I realize He gave His life for me, and I want to believe, and I want to I want to walk this out. But you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. If you'll raise your hand this morning. I want to pray with you. I find that an honor. Anybody here? You never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Okay. Well, we're we're here today, and maybe you're here today, and you've been living life, but trying to trying to just shift to the magic bullets or shift through the journey, trying to beat it on your own. But my question to us today. Have we asked the Holy Spirit to fill us? Have we asked the Holy Spirit to fill us? I'm telling you, life begins to change when we follow the, 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 the path of God. And it's not just a it's not just a confession. When you receive the Holy Spirit into your life, there's a power that comes into your life. And it's power over sin, it's power over darkness, and it's power to walk out the destiny that God's called you to live. But maybe you're here and you say, Pastor. I haven't, I haven't really asked. I've just I've been going through the journey. Well, I'm telling you today, I believe that God put us together today to fill you with the Spirit of God to do something that He wants you to do. But if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I just want to ask the Holy Spirit to fill me. I just want you to raise your hand this morning. I see those hands. I see those hands. I have my hand up. And so we're just going to take two minutes here. and We're just going to believe that, that God is shifting some things, stirring some things, and doing some things. And like Pastor Daniel said, that we're, we're in the right Right place at the right time with the right people, but we're here with the right God. Come on, and so just say this with me today Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill me. I receive your spirit, I receive the power of your spirit. I declare today that there's no circumstance that's greater than your spirit. Come on, say it like you mean it. There's no circumstance that's greater than your spirit, there's no problem that's greater than your spirit. There's no, there, there's no thoughts that are greater than your spirit. And Father God, we say today that, that as we pursue and as we seek, Father, we ask you today, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your power this morning. Fill us with something renewing and something fresh, Father. And Father, we thank you that as you gave us your spirit, we declare today people will be guided into all truth that they will follow the leading. Listen, the Holy Spirit is here to help you. The Holy Spirit is here to comfort you. The Holy Spirit is here to give you dunamis power in your life. That's power that's bigger than any circumstance. That's power that's bigger than death. And I just believe today, Father, that as we embrace, Lord, that we go to you, as we seek you in this journey, as we're connecting with God's purpose, with your purpose, Lord. Father, I pray for just that infilling to take place today. And Lord, as we walk this out, that we'll, be, we'll begin to recognize that power, recognize that voice. And Father, we don't wanna just say your name, we wanna be your name. And we declare that there's light that's meant to shine from all of our lives. And Father, I declare blessing over each and every person today, Father, that your spirit is here. And where your spirit is, there is liberty today. I say addictions are broken. I say hope will be restored to those who are hopeless. And Father, we declare today your power is here. Father, fill us with your spirit. Fill us to a whole new level, Lord. We say our cup runneth over, Father. And as we live our lives, Lord, the light of God will be a light to all that lives in us, Father, and works through us. And we thank you for that today, Father. I just pray today for heaviness to be broken. I declare today, Father, that things are shifting in our community. Things are, are shifting, Father God, in our economy. We declare your will, Father, in every phase of life, local government, city government, state government, uh, national government, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, as we follow your voice and your will for our lives. Lord, it will bring glory to your name. And that people will see us and say, what's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? And Father, we just pray that power today. We pray healing today. And we thank you, Father God, that you've given us this life to live in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, bless the Lord this morning.